Welcome to the My Creative Days podcast, where we will talk about all things DIY, home decor, decorating tips, and creating a beautiful home on a budget. I am hoping our time together will spark a creative idea, help you plan your next DIY, or inspire you to finally tackle that project you keep putting off. Grab your favorite cup of motivation and let's chat. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about how to make your furniture flips go faster. <laughs> Anybody else, like either you've got a garage full of projects that you need to get done or you are you are somebody that wants to start doing it, but you think it's going to take so long. So my number one tip right, just right off the bat is obviously the more you do it, the easier it's going to get. The process is going to get easier. Um, it's just like with anything you do, right? Practice makes progress. And so um, number one, just know that the more you do it, uh, the easier it gets. In the beginning, always pick up, you know, easier projects. You don't want to pick up things where it needs a lot of repair or the, you know, there's tons of veneer coming off or, you know, you don't want anything too involved. Uh, But so definitely keep it simple. That will, that, those two things, (laughs) you get better and better and keep it simple in the beginning um, are, are, two surefire ways that um, will make your furniture flips go faster. But um, there are some other things that um, to keep in mind and some of my favorite things and favorite um, um, just ways to make your uh, techniques and, and the way you do things with a furniture flip that will make your process go a lot faster. And I'm all about that. I've been flipping furniture for more than 20 years. And um, so anything that can save me time through my projects, I'm all about it, right? And and these kinds of things that I will mention here in this episode uh, are great for beginners too. So if you're just starting out, can I just can I just encourage you or just just let you know that you don't need all the bells and whistles that you're seeing people share or your you know the latest tool, the latest gadget, the latest whatever. You don't need all of that. And I think when people see that, um, it becomes overwhelming and it becomes more of a like, oh, there's no way I'm even going to start this because I need all of this and I need to know how to use this. And I that isn't true. And I want to I want to get the that's a myth. And that's a, I just want to get that out there that you don't need all the things. Um, I'm telling you with, uh, some good paint, a good paintbrush and some sandpaper, you can really, you can really do a lot of projects and you can really do them well. So it's, do not, do not think that you need to have all the bells and whistles that you're seeing people, people share. But on the other hand, um, you know, and and to be honest, this is how how it worked for us. Um, I started flipping furniture to uh, furnish our first home. We just had no budget for me to go out and buy like brand new furniture. And so um, I started flipping furniture to furnish our home. And we did not have, I mean, when I first met Matt, I've shared that here on the podcast before. It's kind of funny because I grew up with a dad that was in construction and, you know, knew all the tools and all the little, you know, tips and tricks and how to do things. And I met Matt, married Matt, and he did not even know how to swing a hammer correctly. <laughs> I've shared that before, but my dad was like, the I, I, I don't even remember what it was. It had to have been our first our first house, uh, you know, we were, you know, making it over, you know, painting walls or whatever. And my dad's like, oh my, he doesn't even know how to 
really swing a hammer right or and he had this little like tap hammer and not like a big hammer so I mean we've come a long way uh from where we started Matt just didn't grow up um you know around tools and and that kind of thing he grew up in a sports family that's that that was their focus so he can tell you anything and everything about sports but as far as like tools and DIYing and all of that we learned so much from my dad and we learned so much from just doing right and so I say that because when we started out, we didn't know what we were doing at all. We didn't have all the fancy tools. If I needed a sander, I borrowed my dad's, right? But as we started, you know, as it started getting easier and we started doing more projects, then we started and I started selling my pieces. Then I started setting aside money to get those, you know, tools that I that I knew would make it easier or that I really wanted to get. And this was back before, you know, Instagram and all of that, like, um, it was just I knew where my skills and, and Matt's skills had gotten. And so we would just set aside a little bit of money from, you know, the pieces I was selling and then I could get the like the the tools. So definitely, you know, you do not need I mean, forever we flip furniture with just we did it with wall paint that we had left over from our first house an orbital sander. And, you know, a paintbrush or whatever. Literally for years, that's all I used. And so you definitely can do it. But it's also fun as you start selling your pieces, you know, that you can get some of the tools that might make it a little bit easier, um, you know, or just make your projects go faster. So, okay, all of that's out of the way. <laughs> now, let me just share some things that make a huge difference and save me so much time in flipping uh, furniture and, and getting my projects done. My number one, um, my mo- number one tip is if you can use a three-in-one, all-in-one paint. This stuff is a game changer, and I have a favorite, and I will leave the link in the show notes. But you guys, this paint has the primer, the paint, and the top coat all in one can. You only have to worry about one can. It is. So amazing. You don't have to worry about, you know, opening three, having three separate products. You don't have to worry about, okay, now I've applied the primer. Got to wait for that to dry. Okay, now I got to apply the paint. And, you know, now I got to, and it's usually a couple of coats of each, right? Um, No, this is all in one can. Comes in beautiful colors. Um, It's amazing. It's it's one of my favorite things. So definitely an all-in-one paint. And especially if you're a beginner, like just starting out and the whole what primer do I use? What, you know, what paint brand do I use? What top coat do I have to use for this? You don't have to worry about all of that. It's all just in one can. You open the can and you start applying it. Um, so that is a huge game changer. And it is what I grab now most often. Often, um, There are a couple things that I have in my house that um, uh, like I want a certain color or something that I will use the other, just like, you know, a regular can of paint. But this all-in-one paint, I'm telling you, I, I recommend it all the time. Another thing that you should do is do all the prep work at once. And people kind of are like, Ugh, prep work, I don't even, like, it's time-consuming. You guys, it's not time-consuming. It's just, you know, if you do it right, it really doesn't take long. But, you know, doing it all at once is so much nicer and just you get that out of the way. And so then you can go into the, which I say it's the more fun part where you get to like, you know, if you're putting paint or stain or whatever you're doing, where you kind of get to see the, you know, the makeover, the transformation start. 
So getting the, all the prep work done at once, um, that will help you get your projects done a lot faster. It is the most important part of the makeover. You cannot skip the prep work. So that includes, you know, cleaning, any repairs you have to do, the scuff sanding, removing the hardware. You know, what you know, if you after you scuff sand it, then you wipe it down, you know, to get any of the sanding dust away. Like all of that should be done at once. Um, and then your process will just run smoother and it'll go a lot faster. Here's another thing. And for me, I think so keep the makeover simple. Now, when I say that, like there are so many techniques out there that are super fun and super, you know, there's transfers you can use. There are stencils you can use. There's like, um, you know, blending paint colors. There's hand painting things. There's, I mean, there's, there's a kajillion different things you can do. And those are so much fun. Um, but for me, and, you know, when I'm selling pieces or making over pieces, I like the more simple look anyway, so it works for me. And just keeping the makeover simple um, will obviously make your, your projects go a lot faster. So that's just something to keep in mind. And I always tell beginners and um, to keep makeover simple in the beginning. Like just, you know, get the process down, get the feel for, you know, putting paint on furniture, if that's what you're doing, putting stain on furniture. Um, just the entire process, like just in the beginning, keep everything simple. And then it'll just, you know, you may find, you know what, I really love blending colors and that is selling really fast for me. Or I want to be known for my hand painted drawers or, you know, whatever it is, you, you will definitely come into your own style, which I highly, I highly recommend. Um, but, you know, for some people like me, the simpler, the better. Like those are the ones that are going to sell easier for me and faster for me. And it's what I prefer in my home if I'm just flipping a piece for my home. So simple makeovers will definitely, definitely uh, make your projects go a lot faster. Um, don't skip the cleaning step. So here, I, I, I talked about that before um, in the prep work, but, but here's the thing. Every makeover, even if you think you, you know, you picked it up at the cleanest estate sale you've ever been to, every makeover needs a good cleaning because if you don't do that, you're going to be at, you know, maybe the third stage in the makeover process and having to redo things because you didn't clean the piece properly or good enough. And then that's just going to, that's going to triple the time that your makeover is going to cost. If you do not clean your piece really well, you are going to find as you're going through the makeover process, at some stage, it's going to come, it's going to bite you. <laughs> and then that stinks because then you have to go back and you have to go back and sand everything down that you've already done. Then you have to clean it again. And then you have to redo the process all over again. Do not skip the cleaning cleaning process, even if you think it's the cleanest piece you've ever seen. Give it a good cleaning. Another thing that saves me a lot of time in my uh, flips is keeping a stash of hardware. Not only does it save me a lot of time, but it saves me a ton of money. So I have a stash of hardware. I pick up knobs and handles and, you know, hinges and, you know, all the kinds of things you need um, at Restore, yard sales, estate sales, thrift stores, wherever I find them, if I find a stash or, you know, a bag of poles or or knobs or whatever that I know I can use or I know I can spray paint and I will love them, I grab them because in every makeover, that's that stash of hardware 
saves me so much time from having to go to a store or having to source new hardware or having to, you know what I mean? Having to, you know, just take that time. And and hardware, hardware, I mean, it it can make... It can make or break a makeover. I f- I feel like, and so when I can find, exp- for me, I am I'm picking up a lot of older pieces. So a lot of vintage, um, you know, just older pieces of furniture. And so I really, when I can find old hardware that will fit what I'm usually picking up, that that's like a game changer. Number one, you know, you can go to Etsy and 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 places like that and and find those, you know authentic and the the original you know hardware that you have on a piece but it's going to cost you money and then you have to wait for that to get shipped to you and all the things same with going to a store like you may have to go to four stores before you find some hardware that's going to work or that you really like and that is just a lot of wasted time so i tell everybody if you can start now keep a stash of hardware and it's not even like if you pick up a piece of furniture and let's say it's got you know seven of the eight handles or poles or whatever um keep those seven (laughs) every piece that i remove hardware from and i'm not going to use in the makeover goes in my hardware stash because there have been many times, like I said, I've been doing this many years, where I bring home a piece and I've got, you know, you know, five of the six, you know, handles I need or whatever, or the knobs I need, and I have the exact ones in my stash from a previous, you know, project that it wasn't going to work or it just didn't look right or whatever. So having a hardware stash is one of my favorite things. Um, and it, it, it does save me a ton of time, but it's the money that it saves me. It's like a it's like a no brainer. So always be on the lookout for them. But always, always, always keep your hardware from any piece that you're not going to use it on. So those are just a few tips for how I um, make my furniture flips go faster. They work. Um, check the show notes for the all in one paint that I love and recommend all the time. Um, that's that. That stuff is a game changer. <laughs> uh, if you have any tips that um, make your your flips go faster, definitely let me know. Let me know if this podcast was helpful. Um, share this podcast with somebody that may be frustrated or just wants to save some more time. Um, time is money, right? And so if you're flipping furniture for profit and you're selling it, the less time that you spend on it, the more money you're making in the end, right? And so these tips can be, you know, not only are they a game changer in the actual time you're spending, but it can really increase your profits as well. So um, definitely share this with your furniture flipping friends. um, And as always, reach out to me with topics you'd like for me to cover on the podcast. You can email me, lindsay at mycreativedays.com. You can always reach out to me on Instagram at mycreativedays, but I hope this was helpful. And until next time, I hope you have a great day. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I'm grateful that you tune in every week and that you share the show with your family and friends. I love having creative chit chats with you. And my hope is that this podcast will inspire you to try a new project, start a DIY that you've been putting off and decorate your home exactly how you want it. There are a few ways you can help us with the podcast. Follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you could take a few minutes to leave the podcast a review, that would help us so, so much. Again, thank you for being here. And I look forward to our chat next week. Bye-bye.